Welcome back to the Wannabe Pundits podcast. How are we, lads? Great. Lovely. Very good. good. That's good. Jake, take us away. What's what's on the, uh, what are the topics tonight? Well, as many of you may know, Ollie Solskjaer has been sacked finally uh, as Manchester United's manager. Um, long time coming, it seems, over the last few months. Uh, it's been pretty dire as we talk about every week. We start with it. We start with it every week. You talk about how bad Man United have been and when the, the, the clock will run to zero for Ollie. And now it has. Um, let's get some reactions, boys. Do you think his dismissal really? was rather abrupt in the sense that, yes, it was a long time coming, but finished the game and he was pretty much gone? Yeah. I mean, it, it did pretty much get announced like less than a day later, right? But that's, yeah. Isn't that what happens though? Like a lot of the times it's the next day. That's where the, the saying sacked in the morning comes from, right? It just happens the next day, like after a really bad performance. So I guess it's not completely out of the ordinary. Yeah. No, it's, it's just funny that, I mean, I guess losing 4-1 to, to Watford is probably fair reason to do it as well. But it's just interesting that, um, I don't know, in my opinion, I just, I woke up and I thought, oh, geez, that was pretty quick. Mm, definitely, definitely quick. I mean, it's obviously, it's a step in the right direction, I think, for the club. Obviously, Ollie did all he could. Uh, he built a really, really solid squad and just unfortunately doesn't have the, the managing s- skill to uh, take that club, uh, that squad of players and, and do great things with it. So, you know, there was some good. There was some good moments with with Ollie. Yeah, there was some great moments with him. You know, the 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 Champions League game against Paris. You know, the good run at the, at the start when he first came in. We've got that under um undefeated run away in the Premier League. It's a new record: twenty eight games or twenty nine games, whatever it was. So, you You'll know, forever have that second place finish as well. That'll always be there. Yeah, that too. Yeah, like a a really good a really good solid finish last season as well so you know it's unfortunate with what's happened and obviously there's there's probably are we talking about man united or bournemouth hey are we talking about man united or bournemouth <laughs> we're talking about the new age man united have you heard of them the one without <laughs> alex ferguson how about, the, how about them standards Jeez. the one that's been been stinky for like 10 years now yeah that man united anyway we'll transition um, I, yeah. I just want to jump in there, lads. Just, just a question for you, oh, mainly Alex and Jake, and for, for, for everyone. Um, what, what do you think moving forward? Obviously, there's a lot of rumors going around, but as of right now, do you think really anything's going to change because the coaching staff is remaining the same? I can't see much change happening in the short term. Um, and what, what, what do you guys see? Say, if they do bring in Poch in the next couple of weeks or at the start of the next season. Are they going to remove um, Carrick, Fletcher, the Mike Phelan as well, um, the other blokes like that? Well, what are your thoughts on that? What's happening there? I don't think much will change backroom-wise unless someone comes in with authority and be like, this is what the go. X, Y, Z is going to happen. I'm in charge now. That's basically the only reason. Phelan's gone too, though. Changed. I saw. Is he gone as well? Yeah, I, I saw that. that. Fabrizio tweeted. Right, okay. Because I, th- I thought he was staying. Okay, oh, I saw like, something. A Premier League page posted it and then quoted Fabrizio. So. Right, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I think um, I think definitely nothing's going to change straight away because, like, it's not an Im- – like, we've got Carrick who's already been there and uh, Fletcher who, you know, they've already been involved in the squad. So I don't think anything's going to change really like straight away you know we might we might still get slapped tomorrow morning 
you know, it's probably going to happen. But, um, yeah, we're going to have to wait till we get, you know, a manager who the squad can, you know, uh, get behind and back who's world-class. Confidence. And, well, yeah, exactly. Get that confidence back and have the trust in a manager who's, whose reputation is quite high. For example, Poch, like he's obviously not won much silverware, if any at all, but, you know, um, consecutive top four finishes for Spurs for like three or four years, was it? Um, and, you know, obviously he's at PSG now and he's he's managing some of the biggest names in world football. So if he can come in and do that at Man United and those players respect him, then I think it should be good. But I guess we'll see what happens and who we end up getting because there's a lot of names on that list. You know, you've got Zidane, you've got Rogers, you've got... Um, IX manager, what's his name? Eric Tanhag. Eric, Eric Tanhag. Yes. Um, among oh, other oh. names, Ronald Koeman's even on there, Luis Enrique. You know, there's so many, so many names. So who knows what's going to happen, really? I guess we'll know when United post about it and we find out. But who do you want? Who do I want? I want Zidane, honestly. I just want, Why? I mean, I like Zidane. That's, that's the only reason. Seriously, that's the only reason. His, his card's good on FIFA. Exactly. And if his card's good on FIFA, surely we win fucking a trophy or something. Nah, I don't know. I mean, he's 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 managed Real Madrid before. Granted, they were arguably at their peak in recent years, sort of similar to like a Pep Guardiola situation. But I don't know. Like he's he's man- he's already managed Cristiano. He's already managed Varane. So there's there's two players there who are already familiar with him. He is French as well. We have Pogba in the team. We have Marseille. We can't forget about Marseille. Like, I mean, he's probably finished, but there's still a French connection there, I suppose. Um, I don't know. I feel like he'd be a lot less soft than Oli is, and that's not a bad quality to have as a human being, at least. But when you're a manager, I guess sometimes you, you kind of have to be a bit more harsh, especially with your team selections. Like, look at how we... I mean, how we treated Gareth Bale was wrong, arguably. But if the player is not performing and they're not putting in a shift, then... They don't really deserve to be playing. For example, no one's no one's got a nailed on name on the sheet, mate. Yeah, exactly. Like everyone's spot every week, week in week out, should be in jeopardy because you can't consistently keep playing Fred. You can't consistently play McTominay next to him and Nemanja Matic. For God's sakes, flashback to fucking eight years ago when his name was fucking huge. Whatever. Like it's just like you need to drop players, and I feel like you need it. We need a manager who has the attitude, the winning mentality. And has the guts almost to make those calls week in, week out. Do you feel, um, like, personally, when it comes to all these managers you're talking about, I just feel like um, Zidane just has this aura. I've been talking about this in the chat, but, like, I feel like he's got this professional aura. I know it's it's probably mainly his playing career, but managerial, like, his stats are, like, insane. Yeah. Um, it's in context, but I just feel like it's the perfect fit when I when I say that I mean the aura of Manchester United, like arguably the biggest club in the world, and then Zidane, and I feel like he has that similar aura of just, you know what I mean? I don't know. I just feel like it would be a good fit, but like it might not. But that's how I see it anyway. Yeah, well, obviously a massive player in his time, and obviously he's won his records in managing are like outstanding um, with the trophies he won with Real Madrid. So obviously it looks like to be a perfect match because. You know, like you said, United, massive club, Zidane, massive personality, massive player. So, anyone else? I think we've covered it pretty well. We don't really need to talk about it much more, do we? It's kind hey, of like you covered it perfectly. Over. Perfect. I personally, the way I think it's un- unraveling uh, Poch to United, 
and then Zidane replace him at PSG. I just think that makes a bit more logical sense in my mind. Yeah. See, I also saw that Zidane said he wasn't ready for the Premier League yet, but that speaks to me as I'm waiting for Pep to leave Man City to go and manage Man City. So I win and I keep winning because I feel like Man United right now would be way, way, way tougher for him. And obviously he walked into the Real Madrid squad. They were already quite, you know, well-oiled. So I don't know. But then the, the PSG thing as well makes perfect sense. I still, I still believe personally that Poch is the better choice, just for the, just for the way United are run as a club. You know, youth is a massive thing at United. I don't think Zidane will, will take that as much as Poch will. Look at what Poch did to that Spurs team. Yes, it's Spurs, I know, but you still, you know, there's players in that Spurs team that wouldn't be there if it wasn't for Poch, mainly Harry Kane. So, I just think that that. I think Zidane would be like, okay, we need to win now. Poch should be, all right, he's going to be here for five years and set us up. Mm, but with that... And I, and I, that's the thing. I don't think the United squad is good enough to win now. They've got good yeah. players, but Zidane, the team Zidane had is fucked. That mm. Real Madrid is is ridiculous. Modric and Cruz in midfield, Casemiro behind them. They have nothing like that. Nothing like that. The defence and, I mean... I say the defense, but the only good defender at the moment is Varane at United. The attack is good, but I, I just don't think they're going, to, they're going to. If they go for Zidane, it'll be okay. We need to win now, but he won't have the tools to win now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We obviously at the start of the season we would have said all we need is a midfield, but now it's like now we need a back line because we thought we had one. And I'm like Harry Maguire just oh, went to shit. Don't know, don't know how. Like, I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't that bad, shit? really. Went to like, shit? He, always shit. Went to shit? Like, He's always been shit. Like, He's no, but like, but like he copped a lot of shit and it was kind of like... Because he is shit. Because of the price tag. We oh spoke God. about this before. But now you look at him and it's like... He, he does look completely different to than what he did like six months ago, especially He's the still, Euros. Like, look at, him come, look at him slide straight back into the Euro squad after being injured. Or was it he was injured, wasn't he? And then just completely yeah. like boss it. So I don't know. Like he, he has quality, up. but something's happened. I don't know. He's he's been injured a little bit, so maybe that plays what, into it. Whatever the opposite of a purple patch is, that's what he's in. Mm. Mm-hmm. And we know Total suffering we know <laughs> for everyone. Because he he was good enough to demand that price tag for the move. And of course. no one like it was a little bit like, oh shit, that's a bit of money, but he was playing Unreal for um, Leicester. Yeah. He's had good performances for England in the past. He's just, I think he's down on confidence because he's been smashed by the media and smashed by fans. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that leads into it as well, 100%. Mentality. And hopefully with a new manager, the mentality... I reckon he's some there. sort of um, scapegoat. I know he's been terrible, but he's made out to be the scapegoat of United too. I think um, the scapegoat mainly falls onto literally from the midfield backwards and even the front line as well sometimes. Like people call out Ronaldo all the time and our attacking players, Sancho, you know, 0014 now, you know. So it's it's like I think well, you know, Ollie's a scapegoat, Maguire's a scapegoat, Fred is, McTominay, Matic, that's when you just realise everyone's shit and it just needs a complete, you know, three sixty re, re yeah, rewash. Yeah, you know, shit. Fucking, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Ronaldo's the best in the world. Um, 
<laughs> hey, at least Messi finally scored a goal. That's good for him. Oh, wow. This yeah. guy's... Okay. That was I sweet of Messi to, to decide this to show up. This is the bloke that's wearing a PSG jersey at the moment. Don't Just bring on this, too excited. I saw the other day that the, the run Messi went on was shorter than the current run Ronaldo's on in terms of scoring for his club. Ooh, stats. Yeah. yeah, well, Matt, shut up. Yeah, all right. Yeah, stats, we'll, man, Matt. Hold on, uh, we'll just edit that part out. Because, uh, yeah, we're going to redact that. Ronaldo's <laughs> the best, so. <laughs> all right. I mean, Ronaldo's got a mad six-pack. That's why he's the goat. Exactly right. And he's got, like, a fucking golf ball in both his cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got inverted pecs. He does. Concave test. Concave. Yeah, Messi just straight straight down. Messi's no inversion there. Messi's, Messi's tattoos, mate. Okay, let's let's move on. Let's move on now from the whole United discussion because, frankly, I'm quite bored with it. I'm assuming everyone else is as well. Um, we'll be back with more updates next week. Um, anyway. Let's talk about some <laughs> some matches this week. Chelsea Leicester, Chelsea boys. Um, talk talk us through that one. What a game! Three nil. The performance of champions. What more do you want me to say? It's just it's just commonplace now, isn't it? Just the Chelsea win every week. You know, defenders scoring to... all the goals, clar- like we're assisting. Going to win the league. We're going to win the league. If I was to describe that performance in one word, it would be confidence. Every player out there just has so much confidence. Everything's not going their way, but everything's coming off for them, um, which is really good to see because they're actually they're showing confidence. Uh, I think defensively outstanding. Our wing backs outstanding. Thiago Silva outstanding. Wow. Trevor Child. I could literally tell. I could name off the whole eleven outstanding. No one played bad. Yeah. Um, Everyone was just, a nine or eight. I think Chilwell and James are really making the difference, especially in like the final third, even though our, our finishing is still terrible. We put the ball in the back of the net seven times and our finishing was garbage. Like, I don't know if we're ever going to click, but if we do click, like, like we didn't even click against Norwich and we put what, seven past them. Yeah. Um, still miss chance to win seven. Like if there's ever a game that we do click, we're going to beat, like, we're going to beat a team by double figures. And, yeah. and it might be in the FA Cup against fucking... West Brom. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I just think that the more I watch this team um, grow, I, I'm starting to think like when we got Tuchel, uh, Tuchel in, like I didn't know much of him. I knew he was like a tactician, but like he is an incredible manager. Like the yeah, way he's is. transformed this team and just to a, I remember when he said in a press conference, he goes, we're going to be a team no one wants to play against. And he's literally done exactly what he said he would do. Um, yeah, it's just he's just top draw, top draw. Very happy at the moment. There's nothing really to I think about being a Chelsea fan. It's funny how world class he is, but no one really knew much about him even when he was at PSG. He was just kind of he was just sort of cruising by. Kind of just appeared in some ways, didn't he? Yeah, it's it's interesting. I think to sort of say it like the reason why I sat like you guys probably would agree as well, but just to like sort of back my argument, like. When we, when we play well, you see on the pitch the reasons why we win. Like, it's not like 
back in the day when Hazard picked the ball up and do something from nothing and then we'd win one nil or whatever. Or like you're pulling it out of your ass. It's yeah, consistent. it's never it's always just a team unit. You know what I mean? And and every every player knows their role. Every player's like performing to like the top really top quality and it's just a big unit. Do you know what I mean? And it sort of just results in these three nil wins, if you know what I mean. And it could be even more. But Bryson, you've um you've supported a few teams in in the past, have you seen this sort of cohesion <laughs> in the in the in those teams? Just Blackburn from League One. Comedy special is that is that what's happening? Just answer so the question. Be a comedy duo. Who uh, me and Dylan? I think, yeah. I'll tell Dylan you what. That would sell some tickets. We'll we'll talk about that after, Dylan. Hundred percent. I'm down. Um, all I'll say is to back up Brad's point. The goal that Pulisic scored, it was from goalkeeper to back of net. I think it was in eight passes. And it, like you can just see the way Tuchel has told this team to play, and it just works. It's it's incredible. Everyone's playing really well. And just to, sorry, just to Thiago Silva, oh, he's uh he's different. 30, 37 years of old, years of age, and years of old, he's still world class. <laughs> years of old. Sorry, you like that one, Alex? But yeah, you go. The way Thiago Silva dictates the play from the back, and the, like just the. Oh, he, he's outstanding, man. Like, Everything I can't imagine what he would have been like at AC Milan, like in his prime. Like, oh my God. He's, he's different. Like, just you, obviously, when you get older, you lose your physicality, but you just don't lose your brain. You know what I mean? And you can see that. Um, but, like, I just find it, last thing I'll say on it, um, when, when Tuchel came in, how he went straight to a back five. And a lot of people, including myself and the media, sort of went, okay, he's playing a back five to protect the defense because defensively when Lampard got sacked, it was shocking pretty much. But he's transformed that back five sort of, oh, we're just a defensive team, literally into like Reese and Chilwell are like arguably our most important players. Like when it comes to, when you look at the way we play, like they are so integral to the way we play. Integral. Integral, integral. Tomatoes, tomatoes, sorry. Um, it just proves that that argument, oh, we're just a defensive back five team is just nonsense because Chilwell's playing like literally like a striker sometimes. So at least James not as much, but. They're almost like almost our furthest players forward. Chilwell got called like some of the goals that we scored that were called for offside. It was Chilwell who was offside. Yeah. Like three times. They're more likely to score goals for us than our front three are. 100%. You know what I mean? And that, that just shows that they're not they're not lining up in those positions to sit back and be a back five and protect the clean sheet. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's positive, positive. But I'm not I'm not jumping any guns at the moment, but it's looking looking good. But we'll see. I am fuck it. We're winning the league. A <laughs> little bit off topic. Oh, is when's Lukaku back? Is he, he's back. Is he back. He's back. He now. Is back. Did he did he yeah. play? Nah, he, he might play in the morning play. though, but yeah, he's back okay. now. And Werner's back fully as well, which is good. So yeah, yeah. Mm, there you go. I want it's going to be interesting to see how the goals, I guess, get spread out now. If you when Lukaku plays again, play at seven a in the morning. Seven? Yeah, yeah. Seven, yeah. I'm hoping Lukaku gets a nice cheeky cheeky goal against United. It'd be nice, but we'll see. I can pretty much guarantee mm. you will. <laughs> Kiss the badge. Kiss the badge. Knee slide. What makes you think? What makes <laughs> you think a Chelsea striker is going to score? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Have you seen him? 
I have. I mean, Mark, look, look who he's up against. I mean, he's not going to be up against Maguire. Since he, since he moved back to Chelsea, where's he been? Sorry, what? Move back to Chelsea. Where's he been? Dylan doesn't get injured, so he wouldn't know. He wouldn't know what the. <laughs> well, Dylan's in that's fake. What happens up. when you're a peak athlete? Like peak, <laughs> peak physical condition. Condition. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> unreal, unreal. Anyway, let's speaking stop, let's of peak physical condition, condition, Newcastle and Brentford. Three, three. What a game. <laughs> <laughs> and Burnley and Crystal Palace, 3-3. Three, three. That's just, that's Newcastle just out of this win. world. 3-3. Three, three. Newcastle game really yet. got relegated. Newcastle mm. got relegated and they have the wealthiest club. I'm honestly all for it. <laughs> I think that's going to be funny. If they do get Can you imagine get, going down the championship, spending half a billion, and then, and then you don't come back? <laughs> Let <laughs> it go down again to fucking League One. League One, oh, all the way oh, down to fucking Park Sunday League, fucking division. Do a, they do a Sunderland. Yeah, down. Oh, yep. Inject that. I'll, I'll, I'll be happy with that. Aston Villa two 0 bouncing back after a Stevie G. A pretty well. rough. Do you, find, do you find it weird seeing Seven Jared on the sideline? It's weird celebrating the Aston Villa. Mm. It just seem. It just seems odd. Yeah. It does. It does feel very. Weird. It must feel weird for you, oh, local boy. Imagine you. Imagine your club legend doing that. That's fucked. That is fucked. <laughs> oh, do you mean? Is that the same as John Terry, or a bit different? <laughs> <laughs> nah, John Terry's in the background stuff. It doesn't count. Okay. Yeah. Good on Vio for getting a win. Uh, Gerard, what a fucking legend. Ollie Watkins um, took his goal good as well. Took it, yeah. uh, took it, took it nicely. Let's, uh, let's maybe we can skip United. Uh, no, Martin. I think it's worth. Okay, let's mention. Let's mention. Watford four, Manchester United one. What an absolute amazing game! Could you imagine how much that would have been in the bookies if you got all that right? I'm sure Honestly, it would have been much moment, because much. I'd, I'd say Un- Watford unreal probably up there to score five. But Watford were paying four dollars to win as well. Four. Yeah, that's how much they'll pay. Jake and Alex, just jumping in. What What do you guys think? Looking at this game, what do you think was the main core reason why that result happened? Would you say it was the players' mentality? Was it the tactics? Was it what? what do you guys think? Because I didn't watch it personally, so it was definitely uh, low morale. You could definitely see that everyone yeah. was slow. No one was awake. Everything was down. Yeah, I mean, and the they only, just got the, beaten the, by, only, the only person that really looked like that was actually trying was Donny when he came on. Mm, Donny had a great half, um, but apart from that, everyone else shambolic. There was no mm. hunger. There was no determination. It's the same thing every week, you know. No, yeah, no determination exactly. or anything. Not Watford wanted it. You know, Watford come with high low. confidence, and they just ran all over us. Mm. So. What did I say? I said Emmanuel Dennis and Ishmael Assar would cause a fucking nightmare. Wow, you're Nostradamus, mate. Look at you predicting the future. <laughs> Listen, look at it. You could say the same thing about the game in the morning. He's playing the Villarreal. Oh, yeah, he's he's going to score a hat trick. Hey, Jake. Whatever. No, Wait, he has a ball that play for Villarreal. Uh, Dan Juma. Dan Juma. Dan Juma. Sorry. Unreal. I was getting some flashbacks from when we first them last season. We beat them though, in the Europa League, didn't we? How did you beat? So, 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 Anyway, um, yeah, Ollie's last game in charge. Um, it was probably always going to be his last game of charge if he lost, which we did. The result like that, 100%. Even if we did win, though, Alex, what do you, do you think? think? It wouldn't have even felt that great considering the last no. 
couple months, it would have just been like, yeah, but mm, we beat Watford, but we even, I mean, we didn't, but like, if theoretically we did, we'd been like, yeah, it doesn't really matter, does it? Because like, Mm. Yeah, but yeah, if we yeah if we beat Watford like how we beat Tottenham, Ollie would still be in his position and we'd be having the same conversation. Our oh, typical fucking Man United one type of thing, just in the last skin. You of know the what team. I mean? Yeah, last skin of the teeth, literally. So mm, yeah, but, but yeah, it was, it was going to happen. At, it was going to happen at some point. So. I suppose it needed to happen almost because yeah, if not, yeah, we would have just we would have just kept going because you were, we got crashed by Liverpool and we got absolutely run around by the city. Yeah. So when the, when was it gonna like what was gonna be the Achilles heel in that situation to get him sacked? And I've and that's how it happened. And we're not I'm not celebrating it because I feel bad because he's a club legend. Mm. But at the same time, Liverpool, I'm not gonna say I'm not happy about it because I felt, I reckon, to me I reckon the Liverpool game kind of put it like borderline with him getting sacked, and then it just needed. One more big embarrassing result, and against Watford, four-one down to ten men. That was kind of the icing on the cake, really, wasn't you it? Lost so. to after us too, didn't you? Well, yeah, we lost yeah. to City, yeah, but that was only two 0 That was that was probably- that felt like it was game. only two 0 but at the same time, it could have it been was, it could have been five or it six was easily. Arguably but- more embarrassing mm. than the Liverpool. Oh yeah, easily. because. Like I was toying no, with you. You couldn't get near the ball. Yeah, exactly. Like I we, I reckon, honestly, I reckon Liverpool. I reckon, I reckon Liverpool were toying with us more than what Man City were. I reckon Liverpool were embarrassing us more than what Man City was in the game. I feel like Liverpool were in second gear, whereas Man City were kind of in third gear. Well, like, that Messi were more gear. in cruise control than, than anything, weren't they? They just, Liverpool just oh fuck! A Liverpool could have played the twenty three squad out there and fucking would have done more damage. I, I, like, not, I feel like the first team was just take the first team was just taking it that easy. I'm just no, I'm just saying. Like I feel like Liverpool's first team was taking it that easy. Like they were in a real, really, really low gear. Yeah, definitely really low gear. Like no one has ever scored a hat trick. As an opposition player at Old Trafford, except for Mo Salah, ever like that's <laughs> crazy when you think about it. No player. That's, I thought it was. I thought it was that, the first Liverpool player since a certain time, wasn't there? Has been other players, surely. I don't think there has been. I'm just trying to think. I can't think. Please, right now, so. yeah. let's Someone let's um, that. let's transition to a, another very big uh, game of, of this week: uh, Liverpool versus Arsenal at Anfield. Liverpool absolutely thrashing Arsenal four 0 um, Didn't you guys have some little injuries as well? That. Yeah, we did. But we Matt, still feel Matt let's strong. let's hear from you first about our Arsenal's performance. What what did you think went wrong? What could have gone better? Were there any, you know, good moments in that game from Arsenal's perspective? Uh, I thought the first forty minutes were pretty good. Uh, we, <laughs> the other sarcastic, like we. <laughs> uh, let me speak. We Ramsdale made the save that he always does. The defense looked steady. Um, you had plenty of chances, but it was just like when we versed other teams, we looked like comfortable holding you out. We didn't look like we'd score. We are passing a lot better. We were beating the press. But then obviously in the second half, Klopp must have got up them something severe and just said, like, lift at another level. And they just couldn't cope. Two young guys that played two costly mistakes that resulted in goals. Um, I wasn't annoyed at all because I was like, Ramsdale still was unreal. Probably could have been six or seven without him. How good is he at the moment? Even though I think he probably could have done better on Mane, so I think he sort of went one way and had to go back the other. But 
just show. I think it was more Liverpool just sort of. It wasn't us turning up and being the old Arsenal. It was just Liverpool sort of turning up and going, "We're still, we're still one of the best teams in the world, and we'll show you how." Sort of thing. But yeah, not much to really talk about. Like I said, the first forty minutes, I was happy, and that the 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 um the confidence I got in getting a draw was that sort of forty minutes, like that we've played throughout the season, where we've looked comfortable. But then once they lifted a gear, it just showed that there's that massive gap between the top three and the rest. Yeah, but I, I'm still confident. I think we can get top four this year because I was talking to Chris the other day about this, about how Arsenal have had, we've already versed City away. We've already versed Chelsea once. We've already versed Tottenham once. We've already versed Liverpool away. Uh, Liverpool away and City away, the two hardest games in the league, in my opinion. Chelsea away too. And we're still three points off fourth. United still have a ton of those games to play. Spurs have only played City once and United, that's it. Uh, they've still and got to Chelsea. go away, and Chelsea. They've still got to go, but they they've still got to go away to those teams. I don't know. I think if we can beat the teams around us and occasionally compete against that top three, I think it's just the top three are so far gone. I think that you've just got to beat the teams around you to get fourth this year, in my opinion. But that might sound stupid after getting smashed, but I still think we're we're in a good spot. And I would take if someone said to me at the start of the year we'd be in fifth after all those games after losing the first three. Like, yeah, sweet. I'll take that. So, mm. move on. But we've got Newcastle next week. They haven't won a game. It's one of those games where you want to turn up and win, put three, four goals because our, our attack's been, it's been good, but stats wise, it's been rubbish. Like, we haven't scored enough. Our expected goals is rubbish. Chances created is good, but it's just, yeah. <coughs> Nothing really negative to talk about it, to be honest. I know the Liverpool boys are frothing at the mouth to have a go. So, take it away. Dylan? Uh, Sean. Oh, you're meant to start. Yeah, um, It was very dominating, that result. It was very it was very good to watch. I guess it's the first time in a long time we've actually seen our press just work as a unit, I think. Um, but what my like, surprising stat of that match was that Arsenal had more offsides than corners in that game. I think nearly all eight of them were Aubameyang too. So, I don't know. Um, they were blatant too. They were like a good man. Yeah, yeah, it was just really odd to see that from him as well. He's always so good at timing those runs. Was that was that due to offside traps or just poorly timed runs, do you think? I think it was a bit of both. I think occasionally it was a good trap and then it was just a Bamiyang just we, we, walking back. We were thing. constantly rushed to play a pass. So like, because you yeah. were pressing so well, like people like, Odegaard and Cameron and Smith are on sack or sort of just playing the ball just because they wanted to get rid of it. And they'd always play yeah. to Aubameyang, who was kind of offside. He was, he's changed this year at Aubameyang. He's turned more into a defensive strike in a sense that his press has been so good and he's working so good off the ball. I think it's harming his runs on the ball. Um, but he could have been bugging. He's sort of just a bit lazy and the attitude, not quite there. But yeah, it, was, it was all Liverpool, the reason that it yeah. happened. It wasn't, it wasn't, even though two of the goals were from mistakes. It wasn't our undoing. It was all through Liverpool being brilliant, to be fair. like Yeah. yeah. I think just as a unit, we just worked so well, especially with those two, like making those two mistakes, just making Arsenal shoot themselves in the foot. And because Arsenal have such a young side too, it was just, just made it look easier, I guess. Didn't really have that calm head. Whereas probably like Matt was saying, I think on the morning, he was saying maybe like a yucca or someone like that. Would have sort of set the ship a little bit more with that press. Yeah, Tini so, and Jacker. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think 
just on us, I think Tierney is licking his lips after seeing that Nuno performance just mm-hmm. quietly, Matt. I think he'd be in that side against Newcastle. Yeah, I think yeah. I think he would have started against Liverpool if he wasn't out with such an injury that so keeps happening. It's just a reoccurring um, muscle tightness sort of thing. And I think Stavros hasn't been bad. Like he's, We haven't even noticed Tierney's been gone, to be honest, because usually last year when he was gone, our game plan went out the window, whereas he's sort of filled that a bit. And I was happy for him to start because the way he's been playing, but Liverpool sort of just targeted him. And even at the yeah. end of the game, like defensively, like he was well, down three or four. Yeah, I know you got to go for it, but you got one of the best plays in the world. You're marking and you're rushing up on Alexander-Arnold trying to take the ball off him. And Alexander-Arnold sort of just went around him and just played at the Salah. And Salah was in like three or four times. And if it wasn't for Randall, yeah. you could add three or four, but... No, they'll learn. It's not like I said. I think I said to it's Sean, not the end of the world for Arsenal. It's not the end of the world. I said I've I've grown up with fucking watching Bella and constantly make mistakes with Staffy, Socrates, all these bums. Like I'd rather the young guys make mistakes who are going to grow and learn from it. You know what I mean? Like it's not it's not the end of the world. It's different. So it's yeah. I think given that you're in a rebuilding phase as well, yeah. um, you're always going to get outplayed by the top three. Yeah. So you just you just have to try and try and sort of utilize those games to bring forth some different game plans and sort of just learn from it. So the players don't make those same mistakes in the next few years. Yeah, exactly. It's a learning curve. You can only hope that your team becomes the team that they're trying to, you know, take the top spot from. Yeah. Um, I think that, that's a good, good mentality Dylan to hold on to like as a Liverpool fan. Cause like 2024 is coming, coming soon. So. Yeah. <laughs> ah, uh, actually, actually okay. Anfield, the retirement home. Brad was being kind for a moment. I actually yeah, thought so he was right. too. Then I thought, nah, it's got something to do with the age. Yeah. Uh, a couple of games mm-hmm. left for this this match week. Uh, Man City three, Everton nil. Uh, typical Man City performance. Rodri's goal. Rodri's goal. I, Fantastic. Unpopular opinion. Um, Cancelo's pass was better than the goal. Oh, that was a very naughty. Equally, equally. That's not unpopular, I don't think. That's, that's legit. Even the finish from Sterling. Like, he scuffed mm. it, though. He did scuff it. Half volley. But still, yeah. he, got, he got enough on it, and it looked like he directed mm. it. There's all these rumours like... that rumors that City want him gone in January, and they're like, mm. going to sell him for 40, 45 million. I'd take mm. him for that, 100%. Where do you reckon, he, where do you reckon he'll go? Well, there's, there's talk of Barcelona, isn't there? Mm. Or probably Barcelona. Or... Too, probably. Yeah. yeah. Came out recently saying he, he likes Liverpool as well. Yeah. I don't know I if mean, I'm really back because he's the sort of player that deserves a lot of minutes. Yeah. And I wouldn't want him to detract from our current players' minutes. But at the same time, I wouldn't want him to not play big minutes himself. So I just think it's not a very good fit at the moment. Yeah. I feel like we need a rotational winger, not, not quite a, in my opinion, a world-class winger. He's up there. Yeah, I can't see City selling to Liverpool. I think nah. they'd rather well, we, keep we, we sold to them, so you never know. Yeah. yeah more, um, more, more rivals now than they were back then. But Yeah, true. How, Moving how on to the Trent, final game. Oh. Quickly, how is, oh. how's Trent already the third best right back in the Prem? He was the first and now he's the third. He's still Massive the first. Fourth and grace. Massive fourth and grace. You still a comparison. I'd have Cancelo over him, surely. Mm. 
I mean, you say that because he's got the most assists of any fullback in the league, and I'm yeah. pretty sure he updated the goals too. Are you sorry behind Reeves? A lot, yeah. lot, lot of clean sheets as part of a successful back line. So I don't know. I think he's definitely definitely in discussion for the top spot. Yeah. He's, he's passing he's passing against us was fucked. Like every yeah. ball. He literally just controlled the game. From right back. back, yeah. And I'm not I'm not gonna get in the argument who's better because I also rate Reese James, but like you can all admit that like his passing is fucking unreal. It'd be naive. It would be naive to blatantly say that one is better than the other at the minute because they're both in great form, and I think they're inseparable. They're inseparable because they're doing similar things. They're outdoing each other. Such a high standard. Like one week, one week Reese scores a great goal. The next Trent scores a great goal. You know, one week there's a great assist from Reese. The next there's a great one from Trent. So it's just so, so um. It's like it's almost like it's a game of chess between them. It's the Messi versus Ronaldo. Full That's back what I was saying to Bryce the other day. So if you got the Messi Ronaldo chat, it's it just reads the trend. Depends what direction they want to go in with this England squad. Like they're so different the play, type of players. But yeah, I think I think um, not not going into debate here, but I think. Uh, nah, fuck it, go into it. I can Reese would suit way more way more teams at right back than what Trent would. But that doesn't yeah, necessarily big... mean he's better. Like it's... no, it's not. And I'm yeah. not de- I'm not degrading Trent by saying that. I'm that's just an Degrading, argument. baby. Do it. No, but you know what I mean. I think he's more I think Reese is more sought after for, for what he brings to the table. I think oh, I my opinion on it is I think Reese James offers more because he's got more attributes. However, I think the attributes Trent, Trent has, Alexander Arnold has, is like a lot better, if that makes sense. So, like, it makes up for it. Like, the, I think Reese James is more well rounded. So, you're right. More teams would go for him. However, you look at the attributes that Trent brings, they're like well beyond the norm for a right back. So, that evens it out. Does that make sense? I think Trent, I yeah, Trent. Trent's, Trent's crossing and passing is world class, hundred percent agree. I I honestly think Reese James is not too far behind him. I'm not saying Reese James is better or on the level at the moment, but Reese's passing and delivery is up there. I think I'd rather more... someone like that with an all round game than Trent, who's world class at that and can't really defend that well. So by saying yeah, and... that, if Trent Alexander Arnold could defend, like, was a solid defender and known for his defending. Would you easily say he's the best right back in the league? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I mean. I think, yeah. yeah. Go, Bryson. I know you're, you're pulsating. Let's see ya. A little bit, yeah. I'm just trying to remember what I was going to say. Throbbing. Bryson think, is salivating. That's the word. I don't know why I said pulsating. I think Tom <laughs> said that. <laughs> I'm doing both. I, I had sausages um, for dinner, sorry. Uh, that's what Matt said earlier. Sean, when what Sean said about Reese running the game, Reese is also doing that. He, he's he's moving into midfield, and I think he meant I think he meant to say Trent's running the game. Sorry, my bad. I, I you, know, you you saying you saying Trent like ran the game against Arsenal from right back? That's yes. exactly what Reese did against. But he's Arsenal. been doing it for three consistent seasons as well. Okay, Reese is still doing it now. He's starting it doesn't to do mean it Reece now. isn't doing it now. I'm he's not saying he's not doing it, but he's I think, starting. I think it's unfair. It it's unfair to to comment on like trajectory when 
Trent came into that amazing team and was playing amazing, but sort of just cemented his spot. And Reese James gets put out on loan, player of the year, then comes back in Frank Lampard's team as was outstanding. And then no one but really that, much about that's it. Just, that's not down to the player. That's down to the timing of where the squad Yeah, are. I think Liverpool it's had to argue that. Though. Liverpool had a good right back when Trent came here. There's no way they chucked him in. How old yeah. was he when they chucked him in? 18? Yeah. yeah. The only reason he was in there is because Klein was injured. Like our team yeah. at the time was still wasn't great. When he come in, yeah, true. but Reese didn't like, get that opportunity because our system is. He didn't like, get that. He didn't get that opportunity because he already had three right, like solid right backs. There yeah, yeah. At the time, there was no way he was getting in there. Yeah, it's just that we had a fortune of Glenn Johnson just leaving and then Nathaniel Klein breaking his leg. Glenn Johnson. So, I mean, yeah, he's fortunate. So I mean, the time of your. Hey, did he pop his hip out? Did you say? <laughs> Hey, did he pop his hip out? I said broke his leg. Oh, <laughs> did he lose his dentures or <laughs> who knows? Might find him next to Tiago. What? <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts, Alex? Um, yes, it's true. It depends. Obviously, Anything Brad's going to be more. Brad's going to be more biased towards Reese James, and um, Sean at the end of the day will be more biased towards um. Trent. So it de- and it depends what type of style you like. If you like that more attacking or Reese James is probably Reese James is probably a bit more the um I don't, I don't want to say it. I don't want to yes. say it. Fucking say it. Mm, he isn't, but he is. He's been more of the complete striker with all attributes going forward and backwards. With uh-huh. Trent's a little bit more more positive going forward than what he is defending defensively. But it's just an opinion. Like Matt said, it's a bit of a trade-off at the minute. Mm. Everyone knows that Trent is better at providing, but everyone mm. knows that Reese is better at defending and he's not far behind in some of the passing areas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. It's, it's it's very... It's very... I, yeah. It's very it's all, debatable. It's debatable and opinionated at the moment. and It's not like... It's, I don't know. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Is, like Brad, is, said, Brad said earlier... It, it's going to, like, Reese is probably more diverse in more systems and more teams could probably have him because of the defensive liability that Trent can be. Um, but in saying that... Can you say that again, the, please? The, the, attacking, the attacking threat that Trent provides is equally as important to so many teams and coaches that I, I you could almost put him in any world... Well, either of them in a world-class team and they do well, but... Um, they're just so good for different reasons. So it's hard to pick them apart at the moment. I'll end on this. If they're both available, who brings in the bigger transfer fee? I think Trent. Trent at the moment. That's hard to answer. Transfer fee relative to how valuable you are to your club. So I would say Trent Trent would probably demand a higher fee because he's so valuable. And he's he's been in the public eye for longer. Like in the... You know what I mean? Football public. Yeah. A couple more, like a little bit more time in the top flight. So I reckon he's probably demanding a higher fee. Yeah. Well, Reese, Reese James is 21 and Alexander Isles is 23. Yeah. The age thing really doesn't really, Yeah. Well, Reese James is 22 yeah. soon. But so the age oh, okay. thing doesn't really I think, I think, sorry, I think Alexander Isles goes for more only because of the, his CV slightly better at the moment. But Reese James obviously hasn't had. 
Um, I'd probably say Arsenal Watford. Probably I'd go with Watford because I think say Arsenal. Um, he said Arsenal. Uh, Watford. Oh, I thought you said Arsenal. Or Watford. <laughs> just just Wednesday, I think here was the team performance. Uh-huh. Stopping that from being a cricket school. Um, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! I I'll uh, probably say Watford, and I think putting yeah, Watford. I'll go Watford. Okay, Alex, your your team performance of the week. Uh, Watford, Watford, Dylan, Watford, Brad, Ford, what? John's laugh is different. Same, same, but different. <laughs> I thought he said what for. I didn't hear him say what for. He said what for. I honestly had no idea what he said. I said four to one. (laughs) (laughs) Watford. Performance. I'll go Watford as well. All right. Watford. Sorry, sorry, man. I was getting there. (laughs) Nah, Watford. Promise. (laughs) Okay. um, Goal of the week. I'll start us again. I'm going to say Rodri. Um, Yeah. Anyone else got another candidate? Maybe Conte? I have. one that's a bit of a biased term, but Liverpool's third goal as a team goal, four touches, and the ball's in the back of the net. Mm. Oh, is that the tap in? There it is. Oh, well, did you just brag on about an eight touch pass? I eight touch goal. Oh, you're different. <laughs> Oh, no, it was bro. it was a classic Mo Salah goal. I'll give him that. Classic what, back Mo Salah. Yeah, back in the night. That's yeah, it. that's what goals. Whatever. That's what that's goals, what goals usually are. Best thing about that goal was was it Jota's header? Yeah, Jota's header. I think he brought that's some up. Awesome. I don't know who it was, and yeah, I think it was Gabriel. I gotta say, assist of the week might go to, um, is it Tavares? Of, of I don't basketball. know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> do we do we reckon Tavares has a sports bet account? Tavares. Surely yeah, he's got a sports bet account. The thing the thing I was saying this to Brad, in. I said my favorite thing about this and the only reason I was happy that he, he blundered so hard was the fact that when Yota got it, he full sat Ben White on his ass so hard that he full slid <laughs> nearly into the crowd. And no one mentioned it. No one's mentioned it because of how bad the I didn't want to. I didn't want to. Nah, I was like, he sent him. <laughs> Like fucking, he was still sliding when the ball was in the back of the net. Unreal. <laughs> it was Ramsdale doing on that goal. Why I think he, I think so he early? just, he just had so much momentum. I think he sort of just guessed which yeah, way he was well, going to go. And then you could see, you could see as soon as, um, as soon as Jota got near him, he just committed. Ramsdale was so committed, he like swung his arm in like in anger almost straight away because he was like, "Fuck, I've committed to this." Yeah. That's nah, alright. He can, have, was, he can do actually, that. I've watched that goal over a couple of times and I love the, like, almost the goosey that Jota used. He, he dummies well. It's, it's, it was an unbelievable goal, like, considering we <laughs> <he was> a <laughs> gift. He hit him with a bit of a goosey and you just see Ramsdale. He's like, yeah, I just got done by the goose. Fuck's sake. Yeah, he's on his knees praying. <laughs> but yeah, right. um, goal of the week, I reckon, Rodri. Rodri. Yeah, let's get back to it. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to our players of the week. Bryson, I'll start with you again. Reese James. Okay, Alex. I'm gonna go with um, Mr. King from Watford. Good shout, good shout, Dylan. I'm gonna go 
a goal and an assist. Overall, a good game out of Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane. Just quickly on Mane, I've, I've been uh, positive the whole time. What did you just think on that, that fucking tackle he did in Ben White when the ball was already out and he jumped both his legs through? Oh, it was horrendous. And he didn't even I get was like, why? It wasn't even a foul. Yeah, I know. It was a foul, but it was... It, no and then, like, Lacazette like, touches him and he's rolling on the ground. Like, I hate that shit, man. Like, it's just... I hate it, too. Such yeah. a grub. And then... Oh, it's off the club. Oh, that's what started it, wasn't it? Or yeah. something else started it. I think he elbowed. He jumped up and elbowed someone accidentally. That was actually an accident. That's what started it, but... I think it was your fallback, Dave. Yeah, the, Tommy Asu. Sorry, Matt, I'll probably continue. Matt, your player of the week. Um, trying to have a think. I was going to say Mane too, but he's pissed me off now, so no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go a bit outside the box. And I'll go Liverpool. I reckon Fabinho had an unreal game. He was... Yeah. Um, I was more... It was Kante-like. Kante-like. Yeah. Sweeping. I just, I just choose Fabinho more for the... The fact that Wash he was just your fucking mouth out right now. No, no, it was Kante like. We're comparing to the best. Compliments. Wait, Matt, did, like you you did you say Kante like or Torreira like? I'll say 2018 Torreira like. The rest of his career, Kante like. <laughs> Sue. Just going to bring that up. Let's just discuss it. Torreira is good. He no, had six, he had six games, go. right? Where he had Tottenham United. Who else do you have? Tottenham United and someone else in the top six. And he got me in the match in all three. And this is like when we first signed him, I was like, holy fuck, like he's actually decent. And then when Emery left, no one rated him and they just sent him out online and he just lost confidence. If I, could use, if I could use a chance to sum this up, who are you? Who are you? His goal against Tottenham, I remember being in Bali for it and I got a tattoo the next day because of it. Shout out. <laughs> is that a home job? Love it. Love it. <laughs> Might as well be if it's Bali, yeah. All right. All right Sean, yeah, your player of the week. Do we do we do Sean? Uh, yeah, we did. We didn't. Sean or Fabinho. Either nice. way. Nice. Good selection. Brad, your player Thanks. of the week. Uh shout out to my man Dave Tiago Silva. Dave Tiago Silva. Old mate. Good old mate. Grandpa Tiago. My player of the week was Harry Maguire because he's not going to be playing next week now. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> okay. Um, we've got a team of the week now. Um, I'm pretty sure, Dylan, you've, you've created that, haven't you? Do you want I, to start? I believe I only had to make one change. I think we discussed it. So our team of the week, I think we're rolling with a 3-4-3 so we can fit everyone in. Um, I think due to popular popular demand, we're chucking in Edu Mendy and goals. We're going to go a back three of Reese James, James Tarkovsky, and Antonio Rudiger. So it's pretty pretty Chelsea heavy in the defensive end. But did Mendy make, did Mendy make a save? Yes, he made two world class saves. He made very good. Oh, the one of, yeah, yeah, the one one. Yeah. Um, Can I argue the keeping position just for one player? Please do. I thought Foster was unbelievable. You know, you can see the like, one guy, but I reckon his saves on Ronaldo were just well class too. I agree. I actually agree with you there, Sean. To be fair, I could probably save Ronaldo's shots, but okay. He's best player well, mate. You know? He's the cycling goalkeeper, so points well, for that. Well, let's um, okay. let's um, the listeners debate that one. 
but moving into our mid uh, four. Yeah, fuck your opinion and we'll put it down to Lissers. Moving into our four, we've got Trent on the right with Ward Prowse and Rodri in the middle. Um, Matt Target in sort of a, a bit of a pseudo left mid, left wing back spot out there. Uh, front three of Mane Benteke, who had a very good game. Um, two goals. He's he's actually found a bit of form since Scott and Palace, but um, Emmy Dennis as well for his efforts against the Red Devils. Um, yeah, so that that sort of concludes our team of the week. And if there's any discrepancies, according to our listeners, I'd love to hear about it. I'd love to hear why. Oh my goodness! I just realised we have not spoken about Ngolo Kante's goal. I mentioned oh, goal. Shit. So, Yes, what a goal. What no, an assist no and what a goal. Me. I didn't hear you, I'm sorry, but fuck me. Unreal. Actually, I forgot about that after I saw Rodri's, to be honest. Mm. Rodri's is Fair sexual. Still going with Rodri. Still going with Rodri's, but just can't say what a goal. I thought mm. he hit side netting. It was like an illusion. You know what's weird like, about hitting goal, though? It kind of didn't have power. It just kind of like went up and down into the corner. Mm. Scores the weirdest fucking goals and he never knows how to celebrate them. Yeah, you just, <laughs> you just smile. He's just smiling. He's too he humble gets, to celebrate. He just gets the field goal out and just gives everyone a nice smile. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, let's quickly um mention next week's matches and then we'll wrap up here. Uh, we'll just talk about our teams for now because there's a few games in there that are a bit meh. But uh, So Arsenal hosting Newcastle on Saturday. Uh, Matt, what are you thinking? Should be a win. I'll say three and I think they'll bounce back. And at home, the way they def- way we've defended against those teams with Rams, I think three nil. Yep, definitely a good see Arsenal smashing them, especially since they haven't won a game. Um, we'll move on to Liverpool uh, at Anfield hosting Southampton. Um, boys, what are you thinking? Should be another win there. That could be a big. So. Yeah. That could be a big... I'm talking like Chelsea... What was it? Norwich, the 7-0? Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. it, it, it could be that. I'm actually nervous this game. I think so, Daniel Dylan. Yeah. There's, yeah, thanks a lot, Dylan. Um, yeah, no. Nah, Southampton do have a couple of players that have sort of got me on my toes. Bryson loves one of them. Um, in the, in the oh, back. Tino. Bryson. Tino. Yeah. La Cobom. Um. But yeah, I reckon if we're not cruising comfortably there, then I'll be very surprised. Me too, definitely. Um, yeah. Then we can wrap up the last two teams, uh, Man United, Chelsea. Um, oh, God. That, that is at Stanford Bridge. So it's going to be a big <laughs> but... test for, for United. Darren Fletcher at the wheel. Yeah, yep. Um, hopefully oh. we don't win because otherwise one of them is going to get hired for the next three years. Um, get the contract out. Yeah, exactly. If we win, God damn. Next day. Still uh, think, give it to Giggs until the end of the season. Uh, give it to Carrot to the end of the next three years. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think Chelsea will roll us, but, you know, I don't really care. It is what it is. <laughs> We're going to get smashed until we can, until we start actually properly rebuilding the team with a new manager, then that's when I'll start carrying again. But definitely Chelsea um, can see them putting in three to four goals. I was confident. If- until United sacked their manager, Harry Maguire got sent off, and Anthony Taylor was announced as referee. Mm. He, he is a few the best ref in the league. I can't talk about that bald prick. I'm stressed. Yeah, there's a few factors in there, but I still think that um, 
the manager that is replacing Ole is just is just as bad of a you know mm-hmm. of a manager. So like it's not going to be like that. We're not going to have that early that are uh, like that first few games of boost and morale where we go ahead and thump every team because it's the same shit really. Um, but yeah, I just how positive. Yeah, so positive. Man, we're gonna we're gonna win. Um, no, I don't know, boys. Good acting, Chelsea, Chelsea, <laughs> Chelsea, what are you thinking? Chelsea, comfortably, uh, but not by a lot. It may be closer than you think. I'm gonna say two one. Yeah, two one. Oh no, it's gonna be close. I, I ne- I'll never, I'm never gonna see you saying we're gonna pump you, even though if you, even if you're out of form, like you got a great squad and a good eleven. So I don't think that's gonna happen. But I would like to see us. Um, just be professional and just yeah. like look. I know Man City's on another level, but like that Man City performance against you guys, you sort of just grabbed us by the nuts and just twisted slowly. Mm. I'd like to see that in the sense of just control, clinical, take your chances, game up, game done. Do you know what I mean? But I don't know. I don't know. But I'd like to see that. If we're being dead in- set, if we're being dead set, we should be winning this game comfortably. Mm. So you guys don't um, match Liverpool's goals or something wrong. Yeah, like we really should. And if you lose, apologies for that questions. interruption there. <laughs> yeah, I think we put we put a little wager down on this. I don't know what you boys want to do. Maybe um, a beer or something like that. I know the Chelsea boys will be keen because they're confident. Jake and Alex. Alex, you'll have to be there. So hopefully, <laughs> I'll, I'll be there. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there. Don't worry. I'll be there. I'm talking about on the Friday night. I mean, I think I think there could be a cheeky beer, but at the same time, Arsenal versus United the week before that too. So we might be able to get involved in that also. But we'll we'll have a think. God, so how many fucking beers am I going to be buying? One for Bryson, <laughs> one for Brad, one for Matt, James as well. Does James count against for Arsenal? Yeah, he counts. Oh fuck me. <laughs> I'm going to be broke before I get there. I only drink cocktails. I'm sorry. No, it's just the most expensive ones. <laughs> I'll have a fire engine vodka, please. Oh, yeah, I also should probably add Dylan and Sean one as well. If we're going to that. Yeah. Bryson, does Bryson count as a Man City fan? Or... <laughs> Man City, Man City, Blackburn, Man United, you name it. Everton. Alex. I'm just fucking with you, Bryson. <laughs> he was, he was you know Timmy Cahill. You. Timmy Cahill, what a legend. Was when did PSG bet us last? Alex mm. spoke. <laughs> <laughs> all righty um i'd say that wraps it up for this week um i'm hoping that's it right if you enjoyed the podcast let us know on our social pages we are the wannabe pundits on instagram instagram we are the wannabe pundits on instagram twitch twitter everything else under the sun all the social medias uh, comment on our post. Let us know what you think of the show. Uh, listen to us on Spotify and if we ever get anywhere else. Shut up, Sean. I'm doing the outro. Uh, yeah. Leave a comment, a like. Let us know what you think. Goodbye. Enjoy your day.